Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about some anxiety. Oh, anxiety. Okay. I think it's a a big, big thing in our society. Uh, 40 million, approximately 40 million adults suffer by some some kind of uh, anxiety, social anxiety, generalized anxiety, OCD, something like that. Wow, that is a big number. Now, do you think this has increased? Do you think the pandemic of COVID and everything like that brought about this increase? Or do you um, think it would have increased regardless? No. Well, it probably would have increased a little bit just because the way our society is changing right. with technology and, mm-hmm. and the hyper-stimulation with everything around us. But I, I think it, it has increased tenfold I'm sure with COVID I think even some people that are secure and have no anxiety have it now because of a COVID itself well I mean I'll admit I have anxiety um I well I probably have suffered with it most of my life but it really got bad when I was teaching um I still teach online now it's not as bad but I did have anxiety then um and was taking medication for quite a while had gone off the medication and when the pandemic hit I had to go back on it yeah my, our son was a senior that year, and I was just so distraught that he was missing all the senior things and like that. And th- and that the pandemic did cause a lot of my anxiety to come back. It was uh, it was a very traumatic thing. I think it was worse even than the World Trade Center as far as mental health goes. Really? How come? Well, the World Trade Center came and it it, it did what it was going to do. Mm-hmm. It was awful, horrific. Oh, all yeah. those people that died, families affected. But and it was but it was really only that part of the country in New York in that area uh, this was invisible it sure. went on uh, and on and we all know people that have had it even died from it it went across uh, the world went across yeah. the world and we didn't know put a mask on take the mask off get a vaccine don't get a vaccine can you get it by touching things like groceries that you have delivered things like that I know and I lots think, of anxiety you know uh, it's not I think it's probably far higher than 40 million so how can we as Christians handle anxiety? Well, first of all, anxiety is a, is, a, is a mechanism that God ultimately gave us to prevent us from falling into harm's way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, if you're running outside, maybe I'm jogging and uh, a bear, I run into a bear. <laughs> uh, guess what? Well, I'm probably going to have to check my drawers. Probably but, so. <laughs> but uh, God gave me this fight for flight, and, um, and which is meant to help me be stronger and better, <clears throat> even though I probably still wouldn't outrun the bear. <clears throat> right. Uh, but uh, it gives me a super strength. You, you ever hear people that have uh, maybe been in a car wreck and been able to open a door that... With, you know, maybe they weren't that strong, but because of the adrenaline out. and to get a child out, they yeah. and God did that to help us be better and protect ourselves from danger. So anxiety can, in essence, help us in some ways. Yeah. I mean, if you have some anxiety, get preparing for an exam, mm-hmm. you're more likely to work harder right. and be sharper. 
Yeah, like when we prepared, I prepared for my dissertation, I was a nervous wreck. Me too. Same with yeah. you. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a healthy, it keeps you on your toes, I mm-hmm. guess, sometimes. Mm-hmm. It can be debilitating, though. But when it becomes debilitating in the world we live, uh, it really is. Uh, people, it really can disturb and hinder one's, uh, one's effectivity in life. Sure. There are people in the Bible that dealt with anxiety as well, right? Just a few. No, really, there's a lot. Absolutely. Uh, Moses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses uh, was the one who, God, you know, he sees the burning bush and he says, uh, God says, go let tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And then he told God he couldn't talk. He said, I can't speak, Lord. And the Lord said, did I not speak? Make your tongue. And, you know, and by the time he was finished, Aaron spoke for a while. And then by the time they were leaving Egypt, it was Moses speaking. So he overcame some of that anxiety, I would think. Yeah. And there's Elijah. Old Elijah went up against the prophets of Baal and uh, also went against uh, Ahab mm-hmm. and uh, called on Jezebel. God. Oh, yeah. Yes. They ran away from Jezebel. True. And hid in a cave. They said, Lord, please, can't take it anymore. Just, just kill me. When he had just, through God, defeated the, the Baal worshipers. Yes. And then he ran away because of his anxiety. Interesting. Yes. I'm glad God put these people in the Bible. So it makes me feel it. better. Absolutely. Yeah. What other people had anxiety in the Bible? Well, uh, you know, uh, you look at Samson, I'm I'm very confident that there's inferences mm-hmm. that he was. I mean, he, uh, I, I think there's also inferences. He probably was a, a psychopath. Oh, <laughs> that okay. gets into another program. That, that would be another topic <laughs> for another day. Uh, but when he, at the end, when he couldn't see and, and when he was uh, tormented, Mm-hmm. Uh, and it humiliated. Right. We see one more time God, and He destroys the stadium, and He's you know He He destroys more Philistines then than that, his entire sure. life put together. Right. Uh, I also you know look at Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. You know his nickname? No. What's his nickname? It wasn't Bud or Bubba. Mm-hmm. It was a weep the weeping prophet. The weeping well weeping prophet. And it okay. wasn't Jeremiah. It was a bullfrog. Jeremiah was okay. A, okay. a weeping prophet. All right. He wept and wept. They threw him in a well and they just treated him awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, who wouldn't have anxiety? I would definitely think you would have anxiety in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can go on and on with that. I think it's uh, quite intriguing there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, you know, I'll give you some others. Okay. Uh, the disciples. Ah, how so? Uh, they ran away from Jesus. They they said we will never, and we only we 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 have a tendency to just to focus on Peter. Oh, uh, Peter was the big mouth. Peter just said I will never. Forget. But they all said they wouldn't, and they all ran away, and they did. Yeah. Um, but I think here's one you're gonna get. Okay. You ready for this one, Mom? I'm ready. I'm ready. Jesus Christ. And anxiety? Yes. How so? Well, was it anxiety due to lack of faith or lack, because he didn't need faith. He's God. Right. It wasn't anxiety due to uh, not knowing his sovereignty, what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. It was anxiety due to what he was going to face. How he was going to go to the cross. The emotional, the physiological aspect. Mental. Yes. So I can see. It kind of makes you feel a little bit better. 
Jesus did deal with I anxiety. I might throw my antidepressant away now. I don't think that would be a good idea. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Luke chapter 22, uh, 39 through 44, talks about how Jesus fell to the ground, praying, Father, if thy will, let this mm-hmm. cup pass, but not my will, but yours be done. Right. And it said he began to sweat blood. Ah. Uh, it's a diagnosis from extreme trauma, stress, or anxiety. To sweat blood. Yep. Okay. Once again, it's not because he lacked anything. Because he did not sin. Right. But he was facing something, the sin of the world, for all those that ever believe. And he was going to take it upon himself, and he was innocent. And he was going to take all that pain, and he knew how painful Mm -hmm. mentally, Mm -hmm. physically, spiritually. Mm -hmm. Well, and he also knew God was going to turn his back on him there for a bit. Yes. Because of the sin he had taken on from the world. Amen. So that yeah. would bring back a lot of, that would bring a lot of anxiety, I am sure. Um, I am going to allude to something really quick. You were laughing about uh, throwing away your <laughs> your medicine. And it is, we know, I mean, I, I'll admit I'm on medication for anxiety. So please know there are some people in the world that are Christians, supposed Christians that are going to tell you because you have anxiety and you're mm-hmm. taking medication, you must be less than a Christian. Please don't. That God has given doctors the ability to prepare mm-hmm. medicines to help with anxiety. So please know that we're not making fun of that because I oh, take it. Yeah, we're not absolutely, you know, God, God makes the medicine through doctors. Right. And, you know, the Apostle Paul, we don't know what he had. No. But he was hanging out with Dr. Luke, who wrote the Gospel of Luke and Acts. Right. And uh, we don't know exactly what he was given, but I'm sure there was a real reason that Luke was with him through that time. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, medicine, you know, anxiety is not always. It can be mm-hmm. a result of sin. It can right. be a result of our decisions. Mm-hmm. But it can be a physiological, chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, deficiency in dopamine, uh, serotonin. It can be uh, environmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not it's not just because you lack faith. I mean, we all do, if you want to be honest. Well, None of us have faith. perfect faith. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad for medicine. Yes. Uh, but there are a lot of people. In the United States, secularly and uh, and and uh, with the church that have it. Oh, like who? Well, secularly speaking, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, Joey Votto. Joey Votto is plays for the Reds. Oh, okay, Reds are not having a good year, but uh, well, you know, uh, he he. I think his dad passed away like uh, several years ago uh-huh. and had panic attacks and things. And yeah, he life situations can cause anxiety, like Oprah that. Winfrey. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. Um, and of course, as far as I know, they're not believers. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, but uh, Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Luther. Ah. Uh, Charles Spurgeon. Charles. John. Uh, John Bunyan. Mm-hmm. Some of these many, many founding more. fathers yeah. of of the church had it. Um, Interesting. So, didn't so, Martin Luther's wife? There was a story about him because he he was he was kind of a depressed person. What happened? Martin Luther suffered from severe mental, and I think most of his probably physiological, but also spiritual warfare. Right. Uh, Martin Luther had would have been clinically depressed, uh, maybe bipolar. Uh, definitely had anxiety. One day he just uh, went stay couldn't wouldn't, wouldn't get out of bed. Ah. And his wife comes in dressed in black. And he said, she's trying to get him up. And he looked at her and said, what are you dressed in black for? 
She said, uh, God's dead. He said, woman, <laughs> what are you saying this for? She said, well, you're acting like he's dead. Uh, yeah. Pretty smart woman. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think looking at this, we, you know, a lot of people have this idea that, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be happy, healthy, and wealthy, and no problems. I have not read that in the Bible anywhere. Uh, that's the temptation from Satan. True. And, uh, and it really is. Uh, the fact of the matter is, Jesus said, in this life, you have trial and tribulation, pain, sorrow. Uh, but, you know, but Paul says, I reckon the suffering of this life is not worthy compared to what's coming. Absolutely. One day, those of us that know him will not have to struggle with anxiety because we'll be in heaven with him. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, I think when we look at this, Marla, it is uh, sometimes walking the Christian life, we actually, uh, you know, being depressed and being being sad and being anxious is kind of normal because we live in this world. Aren't there some Bible verses that address this? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Not be anxious for anything? Well, we all worry, but Jesus gave us a verse in Matthew 6. Ah. Do not worry. Matthew six twenty five through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry. And right there, what it says, do not worry, it says in the, the original language in Greek, therefore, if you're worrying, stop it. And if and don't even go there, uh, if if you're thinking about it, uh, about your life, your physical body, what you will eat or drink. I mean, they didn't have Walmart. <laughs> didn't have right? Walmart pickup no. either. <laughs> uh, what you wear is not life more important than food, the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. You know, in Israel, beautiful birds. They they are just have a ton of birds. And uh, they have so many birds that sometimes, certain times of the year, the airplanes in the airport have to go a different way because it, it's dangerous to fly in certain areas. There's so many birds. So many birds. Wow. Have you ever seen the movie, The Birds, from Alfred Hitchcock? We, uh, we did watch that. That's a crazy one. That is a crazy movie. Uh, watch it someday. Well, look here at verse 26. It says, uh, don't, you know, the birds of the air, do they not so reap? Store, store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them? Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you worrying add a single hour to your life? You know, we can't, can we? No, we can't. Worrying's not, it just does us basic harm, really. It makes us feel worse when we're worrying. So this is telling us not to. That's right. And, and then Jesus says in verse 28, he said, why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? Do they not labor or spin? Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. You ever see the flowers? Hmm. Flowers are beautiful. But down in that time, in, in, that, uh, in the early uh, 20s AD, or 30 AD, um, you know, they didn't really see what we see today under microscopes. We really see the glory of God's creation with flowers under the microscope. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Uh, intricate. And then he says, can any one of you worrying at a single hour? And then he says, uh, verse 30, if, if that is how God clothes the grass, how, which is here today and tomorrow thrown in the fire, 
Will he not much more clothe you, you a little faith? So do not worry, saying, what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear? For pagans worry about these. But this is one of the verses I like to tell my clients. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all other things will be added. You know what all means? All. All. All that you need. Yeah. Those are some great verses that really, I think we need to read those verses often. What was the passage? That is Matthew chapter 6, uh, 25 to 34. Very good. I think when we feel anxious, that would be a good passage to pull out and think about how God is with us in our anxiety. God is with us in our worry, and he takes care of us. Why does God allow it, though? I mean, why does God, I mean, why doesn't he make us better once we're saved and all this? I think a lot of times through our suffering and anxiety, he can use our story to help other people because we can say, hey, I went through this Mm -hmm. very hard situation and God walked with me through it. And and we can be an example. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if everything was always wonderful and happy and everything, we wouldn't have to depend on Jesus either. No, no, you're right. I think it makes you seek Jesus more. It makes you seek heaven more. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think that's actually a good thing. It doesn't feel good. So it's kind of like permissive will and a perfect will of God. You know, permissive meaning things that aren't perfect as far as what his perfect intention were, but still work for his sovereignty and providence. But uh, perfect meaning that's exactly what he wants. Mm. And I think it all works according to his purpose for his glory for our good. That is true. That is true. So if you are suffering with anxiety, know that Jesus is there to hold you close. If you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, make make that first decision. Make that best decision you'll ever make and accept him into your heart. We'll have a link in our show notes that explains how to come to Jesus. Um, Also, if you have anxiety and you are overcome with it, find a good doctor to visit and and to talk to and find friends to support you as well. And there's definitely nothing wrong with finding a therapist to talk to to work through the anxiety as well. And I think there's ways if people are interested, uh, definitely taking more clients and uh, um, biblical based integration and with counseling is awesome. Um, I know there's things, self-talk, cognitive, uh, challenging, individual type of therapy uh, is huge. And uh, obviously, if that doesn't work in combination of some medicines that are appropriate with your doctor, I think go a long ways and help tremendously. Absolutely. So uh, reach out. We're happy to take any questions you may have. um, And I hope everyone has an awesome day. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you.